ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gun Racks Northern Desert Institute School of Arms Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey, and today we have one Drew Poplin. We do back from the grave. And it is a good, good day to be here on the gun rack for some really huge news, which we're going to get into later. But before we do that, we have some other things to uh, check out. We have Drew's clues to get through. We got some shout outs to do. Um, So let's jump right into it. Who do we have to shout out on this fine day? All right. So uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Thomas my brother-in-law aka mongoose if you remember that short-lived series me and joey did on our youtube channel mongoose fans it's prime honestly yeah yeah but he listened to the episode he said he loved it and he also ended up giving his picks like what he would have done uh in the same situation so these aren't you know the same firearms that someone else picked this was his so i thought i'd run through those selections real quick for his handgun, he went with the Springfield Armory Operator 1911 as a MSRP of around $1,000. His rifle, he went with the Colt AR-15 20-inch, which that's a M16A2 clone, also around $1,000. Shotgun, he went with the Benelli Nova Pump Action for $500. And then his wild card was the 1851 CSA Navy Revolver in 44 caliber for about 300 bucks now did i check to see if those msrps were accurate no i did not i know for a fact a couple of them are i have an 1851 uh union navy revolver uh, oh, really? 36 and actually he might have undersold i think i bought mine for like 130 bucks but they don't do that anymore oh, um, nice yeah benelli nova pump that's pretty close to real life and then the other two i know less confident but is your brother secretly 57 years old because that's what this list communicates to me i mean he he grew up in norfolk virginia so um... yes this is a a boomer not even a boomer what's right after boomer gen x Yeah. yeah yeah big gen x vibes but hey we got an m16a2 clone in there and that's always fun Oh, for sure, for sure. So, Thomas, thank you for sending that in. Uh, we always love hearing from you, buddy. To our Gunrack Mafia, if you want to sit in your picks, too, we'd love to go over those. You know, if we got enough, we'll almost do like a part two to the draft. Oh, gosh, that'd be so fun. Yes. Uh, yeah, and we'd love for you guys to participate as well. So, yeah, if you want to, uh, send us an email at marketing.sdi.edu with your picks. If you want to refresh on what the rules or like criteria were, go back, listen to our 2023 SDI firearms draft episode. That was two weeks ago, which honestly feels like forever ago. It feels like a while since I've been in here recording with Joey and it's nice to get back to y'all. Yeah. Your, your foolishness not being available on the year of our Lord Saturday (laughs) will will haunt you for the rest of your career. Let's be honest. What is it, the the expression, if he wanted to, he would? If he wanted to, he would. Yeah. 
He did not want to. He did not. <laughs> so Bruce Clues, um, can't really say this was the last week's answer because this was about yeah. th- three weeks ago. But last uh, time's winner, baby. Yep, it was the Caltech Sub Two Thousand this week, and I've taken this clue from the Sportsman's Warehouse description of this firearm. This introductory level carbine features a sixteen-inch light contour barrel. An A3 upper receiver with Picatinny rail, dispensating glacier guards, and a collapsible six-position Pardis buttstock. Altogether, it weighs in at only 6.6 pounds. The flat-top A3 upper allows the shooter to mount the optic of their choice on the Picatinny rail. The 16-inch barrel, although light, provides plenty of velocity for most sporting and tactical applications. The Pardis stock makes this carbine comfortable for any shooter. And it fires 30 plus one in 5.56 NATO. Oh, baby. If you don't know it, uh, you're dead to all of us with those very, very uh, straightforward and not at all confusing clues. I'll I'll throw another one in there. Uh, And this one probably will give it away if you're listening closely. But um, think about my favorite NFL team. That should put you on the right track. Damn know there was a buccaneers rifle you know what joey upper did you watch the nfl schedule release videos that were put out last night i actually wanted to talk about that on the pod oh let's let's go right now well once again the chargers they did for the second year of the road they did like an anime show intro for theirs um filled with like a bunch of like inside jokes and easter eggs a bunch of shade was thrown they commented on uh was it jameson williams for the or, or like a bunch of players for the lions getting caught in a um betting did they really yeah oh my god uh, yeah when they went to uh i think it's like week six versus the lions they just had a um if you you struggle with gambling here's a hotline oh like my gosh and stuff honestly like it's one of those videos you sit down and you end up like having to like freeze frames to like dissect all the stuff they had. Uh they had a QR code for the Raiders. I uh, heard about that. And if you followed the QR code, it's a real QR code. And if you followed it, it just took you to a Google search for how to find a job. Yeah. Um so they, got them. Yeah. So they did a great one. The Titans was interesting this Titans year. Titans was the best one, I think. Well, what's interesting is they had like a high production value one. They brought in a, like celebrity cam cameos and like former players for it. And I think it had 60,000 less views than... Than the goaded one. Yeah. Um, so good. They walked up and down Broadway, Broadway? Street. Yeah, yeah. And nashville tennessee where they're based and asked people that don't know anything about football to look at the logos of football teams and then tell them where they're from and what the team is and none of them were correct most of them at one point the titans production staff got told the jacksonville jaguars do not exist um (laughs) looking at their that's chester cheeto yeah there was chester cheetah there was uh the north carolina tigers the Texan Texans, the Bull Patriots, which wasn't even the New England Patriots. It was yep. an entirely different logo. Um, I can't remember. The, it was the Boston Bengals for mm-hmm. Cincinnati, which was actually kind of close. They called the Steelers the Stars. 
They did call the Steelers stars. They called them the 49er, 69er stars. Oh, yes. Yeah, which, which based. Love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was also pretty confusing because if I'm not mistaken, the actual Steelers logo has the word Steelers in it. But Yeah, it's literally there. They might have removed it. I don't know. But I feel I'm like it was still did. there. Yeah. I choose to believe it was there. Uh, the St. Louis Rams made an appearance, except it was for the New Orleans Saints. Uh-huh. That was really funny. Oh, and like the video is two minutes long in case you'll want to go watch it. It's like I've sent it to a dozen people at this point. It's it's the only one of these I think that's worth exporting to other people, except for maybe the Chargers. What did you think about the Panthers one? I think when I initially saw it, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I thought it was better than their one last year. Their one last year was like a 90s throwback one which in comparison to some of the other videos that were released, it was kind of, it was just forgettable. I think it's a similar case this year. Uh, like, you know, totally got outshone by, you know, the Titans and the Chargers. Um, I thought it was better this year. I thought this, the flow of it was a little confusing. Yeah. That's my main criticism of it. But there was some funny stuff in there, like the uh, Maori or the Maori reference i don't know if you caught that one no i don't think I did. It, it was it like was... a it's like a parody of like a jerry springer type show and so oh um, yes 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 it was like which of these cat opponents is or like which of these you know that cat teams is not your opponent when they did the whole uh Bengals, you are not facing and, you know the guys running in the back yeah. you know, <gasps> camera crews chasing them it's great but it was so disjointed and confusing Yo, can we talk um, about what Derek Brown was doing to that to the Falcons? I don't know. Um, literally, I could not keep up with what was going on, and I watched the premiere. I was so excited for it. Mm -hmm. It might Seattle just put up a schedule, like a, a Canva tossed together schedule. That's the worst one by default. But I mm -hmm. think Panthers was number thirty-one. Oh, I don't know. I saw some really awful ones. There's uh, some pretty cringe ones, but I could at least understand what the schedule was at the end. And I could not like I literally did not know what was going on with the Panthers video. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a fair criticism. Um, I think it sucks because JJ Jansen is hilarious. Yeah, I think if they would have fixed the structure of it to flow better. Yeah, that would have helped a lot. It's a shame, though, because the concept like started off initially pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like Price that they Young's had... still wearing his hats. Pretty funny. Well, I like that that it was. It looked like it was green screened. Like they got him like those few days he was in Charlotte after the draft, and they're like, "Hey, oh, just really? record this." Well, if you look at it, I'm like almost ninety percent sure it was green That's screened. Pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, that does make that a little better. Yeah, but overall, you know, again, Chargers, Titans, as marketing guys. We want to give a shout yeah. out to, you know, the people that do a good job with social media marketing. Yeah, um, Titans one is just like, it cost no money. It just took a couple people with goblin brains and enough. I assume that they had to ask quite a few people to get really stupid answers. Mm -hmm. So just spending a day asking 20 people the same question, waiting for one of them to, to pop off is that's inspired. Yes, yes. Um, and just in general, I like seeing that meme culture has started to penetrate uh, some of these. It's definitely the... into the mainstream. Yeah. I mean, if you want a good example, 
the Bills social media, Joey, I know you don't have TikTok. Their TikTok is unhinged. Like really? we're we're talking the most deep fried dank memes possible. And it, it's brilliant that they would do it like every week about their opponent after the game. Well, I mean, assuming that they won, which luckily for them, they won. The they they win quite a few times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, um, they also got someone to say D's nuts in their review video. Reveal video. Was just oh, that was the that was the Lions. No, it was both. Oh, really? Yeah. They the oh, that was the honorable mention. The Lions doing an AI chat video. That's like my favorite meme template right now, and that made me pretty happy. That was the uh, it was Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, right? Yeah, and yeah. um, Jared Goff briefly, mm-hmm. but it was. That's another one. Costs no money to do. Is goof around for a while. So good. Anyway, so yeah, if you have missed that and you were interested, go check some of those out. We got some other big news that we really want to talk about. Most important one of those is going to be the news of the Sonoran Desert Institute. I just said the. Ooh. I know. We're we're at the level of Miami, Florida, and Ohio State. Ooh. The Sonoran Desert Institute. Yes, except Jennifer hates it when we do that. Um, Uh Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school that helps students learn the skills and techniques they'll need to be successful in firearms and unmanned technology industries. SDI is accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission, DEAC. Currently, we offer two programs of firearms technology, the Associates of uh, Science and Firearms Technology and Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing. Yeah, if you want to check out Sonoran Desert Institute, hop on to sdi.edu to learn more. It's a wonderful place to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's go get into you know the big news. And this is, I'm reading from wbtv.com. It says, Wawa to break ground on its first North Carolina location. Really? You know, I don't know anything about Wawa. What is that? You've never been to Wawa? Yeah. Well, Wawa is a popular gas station chain. I say it's comparable to something like a um, to like a Sheets. Are you trying uh, to Sheets drop me right now? Are you going to besmirch the honor of Sheets? Oh, never, never. I'm a Sheets guy myself, but I will say they've been on my bad side. Up where I'm at in North Carolina, not a single Sheets for as far as the eye can see. I think the closest one is in like Hickory. Yeah, it's what you deserve, dude. Why do I deserve that? Because you are in a city that has been forsaken by all that is good in this world, except for restaurants, because they're restaurants. Uh, I was about to say, it's like, uh, we got some good food. We did. We got some freaking awesome food. But, you know, hippies, as far as the eye can see, she just wants to stay away, dude. I get it. <laughs> yeah, they're not traveling up the mountain for any of that. Could you imagine them trying to keep the bathrooms clean? If they opened up a Nashville location, you know, that's fair. That's fair. I haven't been to too many clean bathrooms at gas stations in Nashville, which, you know, saying it out loud, I don't think I've been to too many bathrooms in Nashville, you know, gas stations, but it probably would be a struggle. But, you know, do I miss those milkshakes? Oh, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. And their hot pretzels, which are surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. But Walla is pretty similar to a Sheets. You know, it's one of those, you know, a nicer gas station that, you know, has a good selection of food and, you know, snacks and all sorts of stuff. Very popular in the, some of the coastal regions up north, as far as like, um, 
I think about uh, like Virginia Beach. Oh, Um, okay. very popular over there on the eastern side of Virginia, sort of as you keep going up uh, the coast. But massive news, earth-shattering, I dare say. But in secondary news... I can one-up you, actually, before we get to our tertiary news. Yes. The hamlet in which I live just opened a deli, and we are... My wife is going to pick up food from there so we can learn about it today uh-huh. and see if it's any good. And the thing that I ordered there is called a bagel dog, where they make a hot dog out of bagel dough. They stick a hot dog inside of bagel dough, and that's a hot dog. Um, so we're going to learn about that today. Interesting. I, I have I am intrigued AF right now. It's either going to be amazing or the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth, but I, I think it's going to be amazing. It's got that, yeah, it's got that, like, uh, state fair food vibe to it. It does. Pretzel dogs go hard here for that. So I have to imagine this is similar. It's got to be. I have such faith. Well, we are waiting in eager anticipation and with bated breath to hear about the bagel dog. Yes. And Uh, in tertiary, far less important news. A federal judge in Virginia has struck down a law banning gun sales to adults under 21. It's pretty cool, I guess. That is huge. Now we get to play the podcast game where we're accredited by a school, or uh, we are an accredited school, so I get to play the uh, let's not make this a very, very politically charged thing political. But I'm just going to report this news to you because it's huge, and I'll let the implications live with you guys. So here's what we got. This is from, I'm going to be kind of bouncing between the three sources. We got the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. We got U.S. News and World Report, who apparently could only find it in themselves to display air pistols for their cover photo for that. And then Fox News, which if I actually realized it was Fox News, probably wouldn't have clicked on it. Tried to keep away from the partisan ones for this kind of thing. Anyway, a federal judge in Virginia has ruled that a law banning... A licensed federal firearms dealer that keeps them from selling handguns to young adults between 18 and 21 is a violation of the Second Amendment. Hold on. There's a quote to it. See if I can find it. Yes. All right. U.S. District Judge Robert Payne ruled, this is from uh, U.S. News and World Report, in a 71-page opinion that the interlocking collection of federal law and regulations that bar the sale of handguns to those aged 18, 19, or 20 runs afoul of the Second Amendment right to bear arms. If the court were to exclude 18 to 21-year-olds from the Second Amendment's protection, it would impose limitations on the Second Amendment that do not exist in other constitutional guarantees, Payne wrote. Justice Department, according to uh, U.S. News & World Report, is expected to appeal that decision and file for a stay that would block Payne's ruling from immediately taking effect, which basically means this is going to get tossed into litigation for a long time. And I mean, honestly, you kick this thing up to the Supreme Court, it's game over. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a very pro 2A court right now. So right now, the game has kind of been, for for most places, I think, um, if you're 18 to 20, you could possess a handgun but you could not purchase one from an FFL. Um, That is my understanding. And uh, (laughs) U.S. News and World Report 
claims that legal adults under the age of 21 could, under longstanding law, have a parent purchase a weapon from them or could buy a handgun from a private dealer, just not a federally licensed dealer. If any of you have uh, read a book at any point in your lives, you know that a private dealer is not a thing. A federally a federal firearms license holder is all, uh, is a privately owned entity, and that is a private dealer. I think what they mean is a private seller, but I know that, I mean, that's just not something that people do. So thanks, U.S. News and World Report, for comically shoddy reporting there. Let's see. Okay. Not super surprisingly, this is still according to U.S. News and World Report, uh, gun violence prevention groups filed briefs supporting the existing laws around age limits. Every town law and offshoot for every town for gun safety was one of those groups. And a statement released by one of their personnel, Janet Carter, said not only are guns the leading cause for U.S. kids and teens, but research shows that 18 to 20 year olds commit gun homicides at triple the rate of adults 21 years and older. The federal law prohibiting federally licensed firearms dealers for selling handguns to individuals under the age of 21 is not just an essential tool for preventing gun violence. It's also entirely constitutional. The court's ruling will undoubtedly put lives at risk. It must be reversed. So I will refrain from adding too much commentary on something so comically stupid. But the, uh, oh, here we go. Wanted to give basically one of two. So the lawsuit here, this is now according to Fox, said that the class action lawsuit was brought by John Corey Frazier, age 20, and other plaintiffs who said the Gun Control Act of 1968 and subsequent regulations from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives were unconstitutional because they excluded all adults under 21 from exercising the right to keep and bear arms. Frazier, 20, had attempted to purchase a Glock 19X handgun from a licensed dealer but was turned away. Uh, that's a direct quote, by the way, that preceding paragraph. Elliot Harding, who was an attorney representing Frazier, said that even though it ensures that future buyers can now purchase these firearms in the federal system, one that includes background checks and other requirements, we expect the defendants will appeal. Harding said that 18 to 20-year-olds are currently allowed to buy handguns from private sellers, calling it a loophole that is completely unregulated. That's a direct quote, but from Fox, and then back to him. This allows them to go in and buy a registered firearm direct from a manufacturer, but they'll also go through background checks. They, they have to go through the traditional steps of purchasing a firearm. I'm trying very hard not to add commentary on this. Um, but suffice it to say that the news we have here is huge. This might be the biggest piece of firearms-related, legis not legislation, but political development to take place while we've been here on the gun rack which is why I, I put it on here despite our, our no politics ban. The, this is very interesting stuff. Uh, I wish people would report it a little more. Um, I wish people would report it having read anything before they just toss stuff down onto metaphorical paper and then fired it off into the internet. I feel like that's safe to say without any uh, political implications, but I will say this. SDI has never backed away from its opinion that the Second Amendment is something that's incredibly important, as is all of our Constitution here in the United States. If you are ages 18, 19, and 20, you are an adult and a citizen of the United States. 
And the Second Amendment of the United States says that the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's not an opinion. Those are just some things that are true. Yeah, I think if you want, you know, I know Langley's probably going to be putting out a fire video here any moment. Oh, gosh, 100%. Definitely consider, head over to Langley Outdoors YouTube channel, Pronto, uh, if you want to get his thoughts on it. And, um, yeah, again, you know, our hands are somewhat tied at this moment with this podcast. Yep. You know, and totally unrelated news, I found an article from LegalExplanations.com about what can you legally do at 18. Oh, fascinating. Yes. Please continue with this completely unrelated reading of things you can do at 18. I shall. Number one, you can vote. Oh, wow. Number two, you can get a tattoo. Number three, you can buy a lottery ticket, depending on what state you're in. Yep. Four, you can get called for jury duty. Oh, Man, I'm just thinking about some poor 18-year-old kid that's like freshman year of college. You know, jury duty times. And then it's all of a sudden like, hey, buddy, you know, we're going to need you to pull jury duty. Five, buy fireworks. Six, change your name. Seven, go to the doctors alone. Note, while most states allow kids age 15 and 16 to see a doctor without a parent present, they are still required to get a parent's permission before medical procedures or large operations. Now that you're 18, this is no longer the case, and you can get any surgery you want as long as you have the funds for it. Keeps going on and on. Big one. You can join the military. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, let that sit there. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, you can work in a bar. In most countries, you can actually drink when you're 18. Really? Yeah, a lot of European countries, the legal drinking age is like 18. That's how it was in South Africa, interestingly enough. It was weird because you could smoke when you're 16, but you didn't get your driver's license and you couldn't drink till you're 18. Damn. You can open a bank account. You can apply for a credit card. You can move out. You can buy a home. You can buy a car. You could get married. You could adopt a child. Wait, really? It sounds crazy. A lot of it, you know, it comes into play when you're thinking about like foster uh, families in foster care. Yeah. That don't have parents. So like if you turn 18, you can legally adopt your younger siblings. Oh, okay. That's wild. Yeah. Book a hotel, donate blood, write a will. You can uh, invest in the stock market. Adopt Still dog. can't rent a car for some freaking reason. Yeah, that's really, really weird. F in the chat. Yeah, that's something we can talk about on this podcast sometime and go into more of oh. opinion-based stuff. It's yeah, how, yeah. how big much... economy cars leaning on the man, <laughs> yeah. on the common man. Hurts, don't think you're getting away easily from the really? gun rack. The gun rack mafia is going to take you to task. Yes. But that is a delightful list of completely unrelated things you can do at 18. Mm -hmm. Um where I read off three articles, mostly, with very little additional opinion added. I don't know if air horn noises would add or subtract from any of, I don't know if that counts as commentary. It probably can't. We probably can't add air horns, but no one can stop you from playing them in your head. Mm. That's maybe the most American thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you can't stop. <laughs> Listen, man, the air horn, man, the, ah, the air horn noises are the friends you made along the way. Yes, yes, this is. All right. Again, you know, we are just commenting and reporting. But if you have any thoughts on this, 
You totally. No can. one will stop you from putting them in the comments section. Nope. Just don't be a jerk about it. Yeah. And so um, we thought we'd want to share that big news today, just in case you hadn't heard it yet. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. Let's go to some Tales from the Range. It's a bit of a bit of a beefy one. Let's do it. Once again, it comes from the highroad.com. This is from NCSU Pac-Man. We got an NC State fan here by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. It says, it's been my experience that it's not completely new people who are the problem. Most of the time, they generally want to know and are asking questions because they are looking for information. They know what they don't know. Most of the, quote, idiots, unquote, are people who have, have bad tribal knowledge passed down to them or bad habits that they've gotten lucky with thus far that they or those with them have not gotten hurt. Probably the worst is the person who can't admit when they're wrong. There were two old-timers who used to come to a local range as regulars many years ago. They bought their first semi-autos there. Up until that point, they had only shot revolvers. Whenever they went out to shoot, one would always come back with the thumb on his left hand bruised and bleeding. He was right-handed. The first time it happened, one of the employees, who is also NRA certified instructor and also teaches our state's concealed carry, tried to show them how to grip a semi-auto, that they shouldn't cross the thumb of the support hand over as they had for years shooting revolvers. First guy basically said, I know what I'm doing, boy. I've been shooting for longer than you've been alive. Okay. Range employee was in their late 20s at the time. The second guy listened, adjusted grip, and enjoyed shooting semi-autos with no problem from then on. Yet every time they came in to shoot, guy one would come out cursing under his breath about how much it hurt and how the Glock made him bleed every time he shot it. But nothing was wrong with his grip. No, sir. He'd been shooting that way for 50 years. Buddy, where's the cringe button when you need one? <laughs> That's where we're at, dude. That is peak cringe. It's horrifying. Yeah. And so I thought it was an interesting perspective. Uh, wanted to share it. Thank you, North Carolina State University Pac-Man. I'm assuming that's what you're referring to. Maybe it's Northern California. North Kadoka State University. North Kadoka, yes. Yes. <laughs> the state of Kadoka. I like it. The state of Kadoka. Well, everyone, that has been this episode of the gun rack i have been working on my own list of four films you know joey thank you again for doing that last week i found you are very welcome that was a lot of fun but i've been working on my own list of my personal favorites so you know looking at someday in the future sharing that with y'all yeah that's it on my end anything on yours joey uh no guys have a good uh have an excellent weekend and we're very excited to share this news with y'all. All right. So till next time, this has been the Gun Rack. Have fun. Stay safe out there. And we will see you at the range. See you at the range. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.